What is up, everybody? Episode 54 of the Will Wonder Pod. Will Wonder Pod turns one this Thursday, December 30th. Uh, we'll get to what else happens on December 30th here in just a moment, but hope everyone had a very fun and happy Christmas weekend. Again, if you don't celebrate Christmas, hope you had some good time off, enjoyed the holidays with your families. Um, Man, it was a lot of fun for us. Uh, My son, as you all know, is just a little older than three and a half, so he is really, really, really into Christmas, uh, which was really cool. A lot of fun. Uh, (laughs) Man, he was open some of his gifts and... Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh man, which just gave me and my wife so many laughs, but it was <laughs> it was really cool to see him so hyped uh, to open his toys. You know, he had one where he wasn't too excited. It was a clock to try to, you know, help him learn how to tell time, how to do all that. And he was like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> uh, what do you do with a toddler though? You know, but um, yeah, so much fun. He had He had a ton of fun. So it was, it made everything all worth it for sure. Um, let's see. Other than that, just kind of relaxed, did some packing at the house as you know, this is the last podcast that'll be recorded at the uh, townhome that my wife and I owned. Um, so that's exciting. Nas dropped an album called Magic. He did that, uh, all production by Hit Boy. It is such a good album that came out of left field, about uh, nine songs, but definitely worth a listen. We really enjoyed it. Uh, when I say we, I talk about me, Mike Martinez, Crosby, all you know the guys who were on the last pod. They had all sent it and said, you know, maybe we should re- re-record. But uh, yeah, we're, we're not doing that. <laughs> um, man, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it all out now. Okay, the weekend absolutely sucked, fantasy football wise. I made a lot of really bad start and sit choices in the semis of both of my leagues. Started Herbert over Burrow, McLaurin over AJ Brown, Austin Eckler was on the COVID list. Uh, So now, for the first time in five years, I'm not participating in a fantasy football championship this upcoming weekend. And I'm bummed. Not gonna lie. But anyways, I digress. Uh, man, have a lot, lot, lot going on this week, as I had touched on earlier. My wife and I close on the sale of our townhome uh, the day this podcast drops, the 29th. We also close on the purchase of our new house. Very exciting, all at the same time. Boom, bam, let's get it all the signatures you need. I already have Corporal Tunnel. I'm just kidding, I don't. But if I don't now, I will, apparently, after all these uh, papers that we sign. We're moving our stuff out on Thursday. Shout out to uh, Mike Martinez and Sebastian, special correspondent Sebastian, for helping out. Uh, At least they said they were helping out, so now they can't turn back because it's on the podcast. Uh, I also, this Thursday, December 30th, uh, along with the podcast turning one, I, myself, me, will wonder, Doug, to some of you, turned 36 years old that day. Which, honestly, it seems insane. I feel like... It was just a couple years ago, I was walking to get a Slurpee with my friends, listening to Jay-Z's The Blueprint and my, you know, anti-skip Walkman. Now I'm married to an amazing woman, have a toddler that's crazy, fun, energetic, 
very tiring. Uh, and I'm buying a home. You know, I guess for all intents and purposes, our second home, but a home home, not a townhouse like we are moving out of. So uh, I guess the question that I want to know is where the hell did the last 20 years go? In all reality, it's just going by very, very fast. My dad always said it would, but holy shit. <laughs> um, honestly, though, I'm lucky to be where I'm at in life all around. You know, it's not to say that I really haven't worked for what I have, for what our family has, but everything involves, you know, a little bit of luck, some fate, a lot of hard work. So, um, you know, I'm really extremely thankful, grateful for for everything. Um, New Year's is coming up, obviously. Uh, I don't really have any New Year's resolutions. I, I more more have goals for this upcoming year, um, centered around obviously myself, my family, the podcast, uh, and you know I think on the next episode I'll share those, um, just so you know I can be held accountable by you, the listeners. <laughs> At least some of them, right? Some of them I'll keep to myself or keep between my wife and I, but. Uh, Definitely want to share some with you on the next episode. Okay, let's do this. Let's get into our NBA in under two minutes. Here we go. (sighs) Okay, so some of the Christmas games were fun. But where the hell were the uh, special Christmas jerseys? That was like a thing, and now it's not. I don't know. Anyways, really missed those. Uh, Warrior Suns game was fun. Steph for MVP, I think so. Probably him or KD. Got to be one or the other. I'm leaning towards Steph. Uh, The Nets, without KD and Kyrie, beat the Lakers on Christmas Day. Um, All right, Lakers need to change some things. Early on, I gave them the benefit of the doubt, saying they needed the jail. Different things had to happen. But how are you underperforming like this, Los Angeles Lakers? I'm talking to the whole organization, fans, all that shit, because you think you're a play for the team. Patty Mills dropped 34 points on you on Christmas. You cannot let that happen. No disrespect to Patty Mills, but anyone who knows the NBA, who knows these players, knows exactly what I'm saying. He can't score 34 on you on Christmas Day. It just is what it is. Jazz get by Dallas on Christmas without Luka. Jazz are looking good. They're going to miss Donovan for a couple games, but I really don't think that that should be a major issue for the short term. Uh, The biggest surprise of the league still, wow, Cleveland Cavaliers at 20 and 13, fifth place in the East. And I'll be the first to admit I was talking shit on them in the offseason after they drafted Evan Mobley. I love Evan Mobley. That's not why I was talking shit. I was talking shit because right after they drafted him, they make a move to get Laurie Markkinen to a team that already had Jared Allen and Kevin Love, figured that they were going to be, you know, stunting Evan Mobley's growth. Growth. But they're balling. They figured it out, and they look great. I'd assume that there's some kind of move for Kevin Love coming in the future. But, uh, man, they're very, very surprising. Look good. Look like they could be good for a while. Uh, okay, lastly, ugh, God, COVID is ravaging the league. If you have a fantasy basketball team, you know. If you are a fan of a team, you know. If you're watching games and you're thinking, where the hell is Kevin Durant on Christmas? You know. Um, so hopefully they can get that under control. The last thing we need come playoff time in the NBA is a star player being out due to COVID. G League postponed play until January 5th, but from what I'm hearing, the NBA has no plans of doing that. So they absolutely need to tighten up. All right, where are we at? Damn it, two minutes, 20 seconds. All right. 
you know, pretty soon I'm not going to have to worry about it because I'm just going to have a whole segment dedicated to the NBA, but I try to do it under two minutes, just, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, speaking of, in about two to three weeks, we will start doing deeper dives into the NBA. I'm going to have a couple different people come on, talk hoops. I'm excited for that. Um, that'll start as the NFL is getting into the playoffs and we don't have to cover as many games. All right. Coming up, I've got my guy Hoop. We look back at the last week in the NFL, look forward to week 17 and give some predictions. And after that, we give away a lot of roses, but they're all very, very important. Before we do all this, as usual, we hear from my guy, your guy, the people's champ, Dre Rocca. Will Wonder Podcast fans, I apologize. I'm not going to take too much of your time. I just wanted to take a second to introduce myself. My name is Dre Rocca, and I have this podcast called Unrestricted, where I get to interview some of my uh, my really good friends and homies, and I won't even call it an interview. It's really just us bantering and uh, learning about each other. And if you're outside of Utah, stop by, get to know our community, because our community is dope. And not only that, but I have a, a radio show on U92, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday, and uh, I sit down and I talk to uh, some different personalities, uh, entertainers. Like I have this a segment right now called I Love That with my good friend Lisa Barlow from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So we get into a lot of conversation and I would love for you to bring uh, be a part of it. So come on over, allrock.com. That's A-L-L-R-A-W-K.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dre Rocka. That's D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A. Now back to the show. Okay, week 16 come and gone. We're almost to the end of this. feels like just the other day we were sitting at this table, me, Hoop, Chacon, and we were giving our predictions. Some of them are still in there. Some of them are still looking good. Others, not so much. Um, but Hoop, how are you, man? How was your Christmas? It was it was real good, man. How, how was yours? We, we hosted everybody, so Ooh. it was work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was good. It was, it was uh, small, you know, but, you know, my son three and a half years old and was just super hyped you know santa ate the cookies hey and drank the milk so he was good? like oh my gosh well <laughs> mrs claus ate the cookies oh. you know uh, i think anyways that they were gone maybe it was santa i don't know <laughs> uh but yeah when he went down there you know for the presents it was it was really cool he opened some of them up are you kidding me yeah <laughs> as long as the kids enjoy like that's yeah. that's the reaction you go for right like yeah. I just like trolling my daughter when I the way I wrapped her present because I got her and put all those every face got meaner and meaner. She was more and more mad, and then she was multiple like, boxes. She, by the time she finally got to it, she was like, "Is this the last one? Yes, yes, it's the last one. Is this actually what it is? Yes, that's actually what it is. Oh, yes, sweet, <laughs> that's good, that's good. Uh, you know, obviously it was a it was a busy weekend, but I was able to watch some football. And I you know believe you were as well. Let's uh, let's look back at next week, or look, let's look back at last week. Um, started out on Thursday, 49ers-Titans. Uh, A.J. Brown came back, and boy, did he come back. 145 yeah, yards, one touchdown. Uh, you know, in the intro of the podcast, I went over how bad my fantasy week was, how I'm out of the playoffs. Well, I had A.J. Brown, and I said, you know, he's coming off of his long injury. He's not – Niners' defense is good. He's not – he may have an okay game. Yeah, well, 145 yards, one touchdown uh, on 11 receptions, was responsible for 50 cent, 50 cent, 50 percent of the completions uh, Ryan Tannehill threw. <laughs> so there you go. 
Uh, did you get to watch this? Any thoughts on the game? I, I did. I, I, I watched. I watched most of it. Uh, I had to step out for a little bit and miss it. I just remember I was watching and I was talking about the beginning of the game of how just ineffective the Titans play action game is without Henry. I was like, <laughs> yeah. this is so bad. I texted a couple of friends of mine that are Titans fans and they're like, well, you're not wrong. And then I'd left for a little bit and driving back to my house, I get this text that says, AJ Brown, bitch. And I was like, well, he must have done, me. <laughs> like, he must have done something good. Uh, I'll be home in five minutes and I'll get back to you. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it, it looked like it was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. I mean, Jimmy G, um, uh, didn't have the best game. One touchdown, two picks, 322 yards. Debo Samuel, a monster again, not so much in the rush game. Uh, rushing game this uh, last week, but still nine receptions, 159 yards. I mean, 20 to 17 Titans. Titans moved to 10 and five. Niners eight and seven. The NFC playoff picture is crazy right now, uh, as well as the AFC in a sense. But um, we will move on to Christmas Day games. Your Packers go pack go. Uh, end up beating the Browns 24 to 22. You know, it it didn't seem I, I thought it was gonna be a blowout, right? Uh at one point it's twenty-four to twelve, and then Browns come down, get a field goal in the third quarter, come down and get a touchdown in the fourth with about four and a half minutes left. But the Packers close it out. Um man, Baker just it was a rough day for Bake. <laughs> rough rough day for him. Throwing some early picks, you know, um, ends up with two hundred and twenty-two yards, two touchdowns, four picks. Aaron Rodgers Poor guy got his toe stepped on at least three times that I saw, uh, his broken toe. Um, but 202 yards, three touchdowns. Devontae Adams had a great game. Uh, anything on this one? No, I mean, big ups to the Browns' defense. If your quarterback throws four interceptions and you yeah. still keep it to the, the as close a game as it ended up being, like giving yourself a chance, mm-hmm. you know, to be in it at the end, like their defense did what they needed to do. It was kind of a sloppy game, like – not a lot of excitement. Like, yeah. even as a Packers fan, I was like, okay, well, yeah, it's on and I'm watching it, but where's the good Where's mm-hmm. the good part? But, you know, win is a win. We'll take it. And, uh, Packers still sit at the number one seed in the NFC. And should, I think, what, finish with Vikings and mm-hmm. I can't remember who Vikings the, and uh, I can't remember, I can't remember the last week. Yeah, I don't but yeah, the last one should be, should be all good to go. I would imagine. I would love to have it locked up and Rodgers can just maybe sit the last week yeah. and not have to worry about that toe because I can't feel good getting stepped on or kicked with a <laughs> – I like my feet getting stepped on without broken toes. Yeah. You know, the first time he got stepped on, it was like uh, – it was from uh, – I don't remember who it was on, on the Browns. It was a defensive player, but he was like, ah, damn, you know. And then when his own guy was backpedaling his offensive lineman <laughs> and stepped on it, he was like, God damn it. And then the third time he was just like, listen <laughs> – you could tell he was just frustrated as hell. Uh, let's move on to the next game on Christmas. Uh, the Colts go into Arizona, beat the Cardinals. I have a couple of thoughts on this game. Um, but first I want to ask you, are the Cardinals in trouble? Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's the, sec- <laughs> it's the second straight year where they've kind of, towards the end of the year, kind of gone the wrong direction. You yeah. want to get hot. Mm-hmm. As the season's coming to a close, and they've gone the opposite direction of that. And meanwhile, the Colts are doing just that. The Colts are looking really good. Exactly. Yep, that's where I was going. The Cardinals have lost three in a row. Um, you know, obviously Hopkins is out uh, at least until the playoffs. From the last thing I read, 
Kyler, 245 yards passing, one touchdown, and then he also rushed for 74 yards only on four carries. When he runs, doesn't he just kind of look goofy? Yeah. Like he's fast, <laughs> but you can't figure out how because it looks like he yeah. – like, he already catches the short jokes, but then he got like the short leg syndrome scurry. Yeah. Someone, uh, I, I don't remember if it was on Twitter or where I saw it. They said, man, Kyler looks like a pissed off toddler when he's running. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, but in this game, Carson Wentz looks pretty decent. 225 yards, two touchdowns. Obviously, your boy Jonathan Taylor Thomas, 108 yards. Colts defense is good. They're they're shaping up, right? Like you said, you want to be you know winning at this time of year. And they're looking pretty good. Uh, could be a tough out for anybody in the AFC. Again, the Cardinals, ugh, I don't know. They got another tough, tough one this week. Like th- This week is going to be very telling for them. Well, yeah. like, next week you should have a very solid answer on yep. what the Cardinals are going to be going into the playoffs. Uh, okay, then let's get into Sunday here. Lions go into Atlanta to play the Falcons. And the Falcons won 20 to 16. Now, here's the thing with the Falcons. They're still in the playoff picture. We fucking crossed them off long ago. <laughs> the Falcons either get blown out by 30 points or they win by four or less. <laughs> they end up winning this one. Uh, you know, nobody looks good minus this St. Brown guy. Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> yeah. 91, and he's had he's been on a tear the past couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, they, they have uh, Tim Boyle as their quarterback there in Detroit. Gross. No way this game <laughs> probably should have been even this close. Um, zero rushing game from Atlanta. 28 yards uh, by Davis was their leading rusher. Kyle Pitts looked good, 102 yards. But, again, obviously I still don't believe in Atlanta, but they have a chance to make the playoffs. They're at 7-8, and eight, Detroit 2-12-1. and one. Detroit's almost, you know, they they could end up with the they're they're probably getting second pick at worst. Like they're mm-hmm. gonna be a top two pick. I can't, I, it's the Lions. Like I know. they're just so bad. Yeah, and you know, obviously, Goff was out for the uh, uh, COVID protocols, but that's why the Boyle cat started. But Detroit, they're a weird team too because I mean, like I said, Atlanta either gets blown out or. Or they're wins competitively by four. bad where yeah. they're like they're in almost every game exactly. they play and they beat the Cardinals the week before. Exactly. So you're like, okay, so that they don't just suck. Mm-hmm. Like it's that winning culture, finding a way yeah. to win. It's a learned behavior and yeah. they find ways to lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's go to the next game. Uh again in my intro, I had covered my fantasy woes and I started Justin Herbert over <laughs> Joe Burrow. Who <laughs> Went for 525 yards, <laughs> four touchdowns. T. Higgins, 194 yards, receiving two touchdowns. I mean, you, you had a. I mean, you knew once Huntley was put in the protocols, you knew Jackson wasn't playing. Josh Johnson was going to be the quarterback. You kind of had a feeling that the Bengals had it, but holy shit, what happened to the defense? I don't know. Joe Burrow looked like fucking Peyton Manning in his prime. And the Ravens also are using practice squad DBs at this mm. point because they've lost so many, so that adds into Goes it into a little it. bit. Yeah. But like that Bengals offense is no joke. Like yeah. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, both over a thousand yards receiving. Yeah. Joe Mixon over a thousand yards rushing. Yeah. Joe Burrow over 4,000 yards passing, and they're all under the age of 25 or yeah. something like that. It's insane how good they could be for a while. Years to come, yeah. I mean, Burrow honestly looks like Macaulay Culkin if he wouldn't have done drugs, and <laughs> like that tells you how young he is, you know? Um, but, yeah, this one was out of hand. Uh, 
you know, third quarter, it's 34 to 14. Not much to talk about here. Ravens kind of in a pinch, right? If Jackson doesn't come back or even Huntley, depending on how long he's, he's out under the protocols, that AFC North gets a little interesting. Um, we'll cover the Steelers here in a minute. Um, but Bengals nine and six, Baltimore eight and seven. So ugh. all four of those teams are still technically alive in, yeah. in it, right? <laughs> That's what's so weird about that. Yeah. That division. Um, Next game, the Rams go into Minnesota, beat the Vikings thirty to twenty-three. Rams move to eleven and four. Uh, Sony Michelle, man, he's—it's like a rebirth for him out there. One hundred and thirty-one yards, one touchdown on twenty-seven carries. Stafford didn't look great. Three interceptions, one touchdown, one hundred ninety-seven yards. Cooper Cup, you know, same shit every week, just minus a touchdown this week. Ten receptions, one hundred nine yards. Cousins does what he does pick touchdown <laughs> Justin Jefferson's amazing um but in the end the Rams win and they move to 11 and 4 Vikings 7 and 8 Vikings in the playoff picture too so it's hopefully uh, not after this week yeah uh anything you want to add to that game any watching Jalen Ramsey play football is fun like mm-hmm. I don't know if you just ever watch like what I mean it's hard to see on TV because they don't necessarily show the out- outside action all that well like yeah. you have to really pay attention to it but that dude is He's really good at football. Would you uh, would you say he's the best DB? Best DB in football, yes. Yeah. Okay. Take that, Chacon, you piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we'll get into why I said that here in a minute. But um, anyways, Bills go into New England and, man, do some work against the Pats. Uh, Bills moved to 9-6, and six, New England 9-6, and six, final score 33-21. to 21. Uh, I watched the first half of this game with my brother, who's a Patriots fan, and it was – just fuck. I mean, they just gave Allen every four or five yard pass he wanted. Didn't let him go deep. He ends the game with 314 yards passing, three touchdowns, also 64 yards uh, rushing. Mac Jones, two picks, 145 yards. Uh, I mean, Damian Harris was the offense essentially. Three touchdowns for the Patriots, 103 yards. But uh, man, Bills look dominant when it wasn't shitty weather. They they look <laughs> good, but I I still have like. I guess I could call it concerns, like their inability to commit to even trying to run the ball consistently. It's like, weird. I, I texted a buddy of mine who's a Bills fan, like pretty early in the game. I said, "Do they just not like? Is their O line just that shitty?" Or like, I don't watch all the Bills games. Like, what is going on? And obviously, my son's watching it because yeah. he's a Zach Moss Bills fan, and he's like, "Oh, they don't run the ball very much." And like, no, no, they don't. Like, but yeah. like, sorry, like they they just don't try and. I think like come playoff time, like that's something that you've got to do because you become mm-hmm. so one dimensional. Where Josh Allen's your leading rusher every game, yeah. and I just don't see how that works yeah. for a Super Bowl run for him. I mean, they get into one of those games where they're up, you know, ten, eight, maybe whatever the case may be. Six minutes left. They need to run that ball, and they just haven't got the uh, the reps in. I guess you would say. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens in the playoffs it, it very well could for sure um next game yeah oh, this is just a fucking like who wanted to watch this and it was the number one and number two picks in the draft <laughs> and i guarantee no one fucking watched it I, I i saw a couple of plays i i'm not gonna lie the highlight of the game was zach wilson giving the free game tickets to the lady <laughs> yeah. that served him and his family at the restaurant yeah. christmas morning for real uh wilson 102 yards one touchdown he also had a uh, a pretty decent run, fifty two yarder, yeah. Uh, but 
I mean, again, Lawrence. It was like the slowest 52-yard run. It like, was It weird. seemed to take forever. And you watch the effort by the Jaguars, and I don't ever want to, like, tell people <laughs> you're not trying, but it certainly looked like they did not. Like, Coach 30 got to light those dudes up. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, one thing to note uh, for the Jags, James Robinson got hurt early, super early. He had three carries, 10 yards, and then was out the rest of the game. But – Again, who cares? <laughs> Jets win 26-21. They move to 4-11. and 11. Uh, Jags 2-13. and 13. Jags have that number one pick locked up as long as they don't win another game, and I don't think they're going to. Said, it, look, it looked like they're trying their best not to do that. Uh, next game we'll talk about. Giants going to Philly and just get walloped. Um, I mean, New York's playing Jake Fromm. They're playing Mike Glennon. It just, it's a shit show there. And I saw something they said how much Mike Glennon has made over his oh, yeah. NFL career. He's made $31 million. Damn. He's fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there must be something about him that, you know, I mean, how long? He's been in the league a while, right? As some might say, it sounds about white. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Very, very true. Uh, Glennon was the leading passer. As sad as that is, I think he came in the second half for the Giants. 93 yards, uh, one touchdown, one pick. Then Hurts, 199 yards, two touchdowns for Philly. I mean, just a, there's nothing to talk about. Philly, Philly is in the playoffs as it stands. We also, I don't, did we cross them off? I think we um, might have. I don't, have, I, yeah. I, I lost track of who we'd crossed off yeah. and especially realizing like, Nothing. Four of the ones that we said are still out. Yeah. Dolphins gone. Yeah. Get them out of here. And they've won seven in a row. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> uh, let's go to the next game. This was ugly. And I watched maybe a total of uh, whatever was on the Red Zone channel. So 32 to six. The Bucks go into Carolina and just kill them. Second ugliest game of the week, right? Uh, y- yep. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, Brady, 232 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Antonio Brown's back, 10 receptions, 101 yards. I think Carolina played 15 quarterbacks. I don't know, Cam, Darnold, I mean, whoever else wanted to try to get a snap in. <laughs> Carolina. Weren't the Panthers the team that were, like, trying out kickers the week before? Yeah. <laughs> At a game. Yeah. Carolina was 4-0. Do you remember? Yeah. They're 5-10. and <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Sucks Christ. to suck. <laughs> yeah. Next game, uh, Chargers. Jesus Christ, Chargers. <laughs> so Chargers had a lot of guys out uh, due to the COVID protocols, Austin Eckler being one of them. Austin Eckler also a part of my fantasy team. Uh, again, covered that in the intro. The Chargers lose to Houston. And and listen, the Chargers had guys out. Houston had guys out. So this doesn't make any sense. And they're sense. still the Texans. Exactly. <laughs> they lose 41-29. to 29. Rex Burkhead. Remember him, everybody out there? Remember Nebraska's that? finest. <laughs> Remember he was a, a you know one of three in a rotation in New England for a couple of years. Twenty two carries, one hundred and forty nine yards, two touchdowns. Now the Chargers have had a issue stopping the run, but holy shit, Rex Burkhead did that. Two hundred and fifty four yards, two touchdowns for uh, Davis Mills. I don't know, Oroy maybe. Hey, maybe somebody Oroy? on ESPN Radio said that Davis Mills has played the best of all the rookie quarterbacks so far. He had one awful game, and they're like, he might be a guy where they're like they said. The Texans should not draft another quarterback this year. They yeah. shouldn't be in the market for another quarterback. No. And I was like, if they can find a way, if they can get him consistent, yeah, maybe. But if they can find a way to move Watson, you know, and 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 I mean that's easy if <laughs> all twenty 
five two, yeah, allegations whatever, yeah. are, you know, taken care of. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, you might as well stay with Mills <laughs> next year. Why not? Yeah. He's won you more games than <laughs> just about everybody <laughs> thought they thought he was going to. Uh, Houston moves to 4-11. and 11. Chargers 8-7. and seven. I don't, I mean, I know, again, I know there were guys that were hurt. I know there were guys that were out. <laughs> I I they're I they're my the they're Chargers my most anymore. they're my most frustrating team 100%. of the year because they have so much talent mm-hmm. and for whatever reason even when healthy haven't pieced consistent football together yeah. and it's it's been crazy like they're probably yeah. gonna still get in the playoffs yeah and I am not picking oh them. no no they, they like <laughs> it might be a one and done but yeah. you got there yeah God all right next game this one. <laughs> The Bears go into a snowy Seattle. Yep. And win 25 to 24. Both teams are now 5 and 10. Nick Foles got the start for uh the Bears, 250 yards, one touchdown. David Montgomery, uh 61 yards receiving, 45 yards rushing. Russell Wilson, 181 yards, two touchdowns. Uh Rashad Penny, a lot of yards, 135 yards, one touchdown on 17 carries. Seattle just couldn't get it done. Um, uh, I guess a question for you, and there's a lot of there's been chatter about this all year, but you think this is Russell Wilson's last year in Seattle? Uh, and then I have a follow up question after that. I I, th- I think that they're at least going to try to move him, but the asking price might be super fucking high. Yeah, and it, it's going to be who who out there has the pieces to move to get him yeah, and, and so it'd be tough like i think that he's gonna probably want out again mm-hmm. and but i'm gonna say that he's in seattle next year i'm, I'm gonna say that he's still there but that's okay. one that i am openly saying right now, i could be wrong yeah my thought on him is <clears throat> he probably should have stayed out you know what i mean and his let his hand heal like yeah. they weren't really in the they weren't really in the fight since right. the the Green Bay game four mm-hmm. or five weeks ago was kind of put him out of the playoff chances. So, yeah. like, all that Seattle's done, in my opinion, obviously he has a great uh, history, a great career, but letting him play the way he's been playing the last four weeks kind of hurt the trade value. Yeah. So, interesting to see what'll happen there. I mean, you know, I'd be happy to trade. Taylor Heineke for him, but you know, I don't know. I'm not a GM. We'll see how it goes. Taylor Heineke in a six round pick for Russell Wilson. Who says no? <laughs> well, who says no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next game, uh, I w- okay. I've said it. I think I said it. No, I didn't say it last week. We had a very short football talk, uh, but probably the week before. Okay, I was wrong. The Chiefs are good. Chiefs are fucking good. They're very good. <laughs> Steelers are bad, but the Chiefs are good. Um, ben Roethlisberger looked like I don't even know. I don't even know what to call it. Like. He he's a corpse. I he he he's one that I question like the safety for his physical condition. Yeah, not now, <laughs> but in five to ten years, yeah. he is just taking a beating, and he just looks like he he can't move. Yep. He can't throw. Mm-hmm. It just looks bad. Like just just play Mason Rudolph and get yeah. it over with, or let make it rain. Dwayne come out, get him some reps and. See if you can yeah. trade him at some point. I mean, at some point, you got to know, like, <laughs> yeah. you're probably going to be in the market for a quarterback no matter what. Mm-hmm. You, even if you don't play Haskins or Rudolph, you're in the quarterback market anyway. Yeah. You might as well see what you have so you know exactly what you're going for. Yep. Uh, man, Chiefs 11 and 4 atop the 
uh, AFC and you know Steelers still in it, <laughs> but not in my opinion seven seven and one. But I've said that about Mike a lot Tomlin of teams and they come back with what he's done like incredible. <laughs> people can say oh Tomlin sucks as a coach. I beg to differ. He yeah. might be the best coach <laughs> yeah. in the NFL doing what he's doing with that team for real. Um, okay, two more games for Sunday. Uh, next game, the Broncos go into Vegas, another team that we had written off. And Vegas, you know, gets the win, 17-13. Uh, uh, Drew Locke was playing, obviously, for the Broncos. Carr, 201 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Josh Jacobs was out there fucking looking like Barry Sanders. It was insane. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, and I was playing against Josh Jacobs. That's why we had such a close attention to this game, but... Honestly, he was getting hit three yards back, and he would spin and get five, six yards. And he hasn't done that all year, so I was, you know, happy he did it the week I was playing against him. But he did look good. I think if they can keep that going, um, they could be kind of a sneaky playoff team. I think I, I, they're another team where they might get in, but I don't, see, I don't see them. Make, I don't see them being consistently good enough yeah. to. To I th- go do anything I think with what it. they've been missing is that run game, like a solid, real run game, because Jacobs is supposed to be that guy and has, yeah. was, you know, last year too. But yeah, interesting game. Um, Denver moves to seven and eight. Again, Vegas eight and seven. Um, Denver should be done here, right? Um, Drew Locke probably isn't going to get them to where they need to be. Uh, all right, let's just get this over with. We probably should have done this at, at the, from the fucking start. You let it marinate in your mind too long. I did. I'm sick. (laughs) Uh, Washington, uh, well, some guys in helmets and pads (laughs) went to Dallas and got the shit beat out of them on national television, 56 to 14. That's a... That's a Madden score when you're playing someone who's never played and you're like, okay. That's what I do to my son to humble him. (laughs) Dak Prescott. 330 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, they didn't need to run. I mean, Zeke had 37 yards. They didn't need to run. Um, Pick six by a defensive lineman. Oh, my God. A block punt for the touchdown. It's insane. So, I kn- okay, so I knew. I'm watching the game, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of – we still have a lot of – we. Washington has a lot of guys out. I don't want to be a part of that today. <laughs> Uh, has had a lot of guys out due to COVID. Um, Cole Holcomb, who was like the middle linebacker, the one who picked off Dak, Dak threw it right to him in that last they game. They were missing their two leading, their top two tacklers, right? Yeah, yeah. And and so he's out. And then, so we got the rookie who's supposed to be in there. Well, 45 minutes before the game, he starts showing symptoms of COVID. So th- then we got a guy that we signed from uh, from a practice squad who's a special teamer. He's going to be the middle linebacker. <laughs> The play He's calling. Got the green dot helmet. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They show they. You know how they do the intros. The hey, so and so, Alabama. Blah blah blah. Is he the one they skipped? Where he didn't well, say anything. They just anything? put the picture because yeah. they didn't. They didn't do it. They didn't ask him because he wasn't even supposed to fucking play. <sighs> First play for Washington. Heineke's dumbass throws inside when McLaurin's just McLaurin has it on the outside. He's got it. He throws ha- it right to Diggs. He's open by NFL standards on a deep route, and the ball's inside and underthrown. It's just it a looked like he was throwing ball. it to Diggs. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like Diggs was the receiver and McLaurin was the DB. I, for you know, I always said it. Uh, uh, Heineke, you know, he throws a pick, comes right back in. He doesn't give a shit. This was a game where he threw a pick, didn't give a shit, threw another pick, and looked like shit. And finally, he was pulled for Kyle Allen. It didn't matter. It was. It was. Th- 
42 to 7 at half. <laughs> 50 burger in the NFL. I couldn't <laughs> That's be- so bad. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Uh, I'm going to be honest. When I told you it was time to shut it off and play video games, I shut off the game I'm, and I started playing video games with my I, kids. I had it on. I was packing kitchen stuff. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was sick. And, and, and you know, you know uh, the fun thing is, is, like, even if I didn't watch it, I got a lot of people letting me know what happened in the game. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, like, I didn't know what was going on. Like, as if I was blacked out. <laughs> um, anyways... All right. So, so de- iPhone has this new feature. You just silence notifications. You don't get anything. Yeah. It just well, it was everywhere. Even the next day, I <laughs> log in. The, I go into Instagram. I have thirty DMs of, "Hey, did you see, see this? See your guys fighting on the sideline? Did you see this part?" <laughs> I seen it. Everybody. <laughs> um, I mean, Dallas uh, eleven and four. They had locked up the NFC East prior to this game. Some weird strength of schedule shit because the uh, Raiders won their game. In any event. I know Washington six and nine. Um, just get them out of here. Get them out of here. Anything you want to add to this game? Any thoughts on Dallas? No, I told you I I <laughs> shut it off like early in the second quarter, so I didn't watch it. it yeah. it's, it's rough. the The banter between you and Chacon will always be fun. Like it. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> it's fun when you know my team is beating his. But anyways. All right, last game. I was so footballed out. I could give two shits on Monday night. But there was a game. <laughs> Dolphins just wallop the Saints. I mean, Saints are kind of ravaged by COVID as well. You got uh, Ian Book getting the, the rookie start. out of Notre Dame. Yeah, looked like shit. Two picks, hundred thirty-five yards. I mean, ugh. <laughs> uh, but like you said, I mean, it feels like Miami's won thirty-five in a row, <laughs> and they're right there in the playoff picture. Uh, so I, we crossed them off so long ago. I can't even remember. Uh, saints look to be done. Uh, but man, Miami. Wow. Any, any thoughts? Did you watch any of the game? I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch a whole lot with the snowstorm and everything happening. I just busy with yeah. other stuff, but, uh, um, you know, Tua's playing efficient enough. He's still, I'd like to see Miami push the ball down the field more because everything is underneath throws, mm-hmm. which was kind of what they kind of saw to Tua in college, right? Like, oh, yeah. hey, he throws a slant, and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle are running for 70 yards. Like, yeah. it's not him him doing anything more. So come playoff time, if they get there, I think that's something they're going to have to at least attempt to do to keep people honest. Right, and find some type of run game. You know, I, uh, Duke, is it Duke Johnson? Yeah, uh, leading rusher in this game. 39 yards on 13 carries. So uh, similar to the Bills, they're just not as good. I think. I don't know. <laughs> we do this every week. I think I have a grasp on what's going on, and then you know we come back next week, and I'm like, well, I was wrong on this. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into this week. No Thursday game. Um, just a bunch of Saturday or Sunday games, and then we have Monday night. So let's get this out of the way first off. Eagles going to Washington to play uh, the football team. What's the left team. of them? The team. I saw something that said that they should be called the team <laughs> and take football out of it after Sunday night. Fair. Um, I don't know who's playing, who's not for Washington. Probably doesn't matter. Uh, they played them somewhat tough the last game when they had a lot of guys out, and I thought, okay, this is a decent showing. You know, we've got Gilbert in there. Maybe Gilbert should be the starting quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Philly's favored by four in Washington. What do you think? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Eagles win. 
Um, I'm going to say it is a close game, though. It's, it's going to be a – I don't want to say competitive because it might be ugly. Yeah. Because like, I'm still – I still don't think either one of them is a very good team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Eagles are the better of the bad. Yeah. Yeah, I got Eagles. Um, four – Probably we're we're cheering right. for for team losses now so they can get better draft position, yeah, right? Yeah, for the team to lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. I don't know. <laughs> just makes me sad. Uh, next game, the Falcons go into Buffalo to play the Bills. There's a pretty big line in Buffalo, 14 and a half. So, like we said earlier, Atlanta, either blown out or they win by four. This is going to be one of the blowout games. <laughs> I, I think the Bills come come in and you know they played they played well. Still don't run the ball for whatever reason, but yeah. they they in Buffalo they'll blow the Falcons out and because what if they win doesn't I think it might secure the AFC East for them. Um, so if they do that and they're in a good spot, they're yeah. gonna they at least have more to play for than the Falcons do. Yeah. Um, next game the Giants this. Uh, the Giants going to Chicago to play the Bears. The Bears are favored by six. And then on uh, the last game, yes, I go with the Bills. 14 and a half is high, but I think they probably do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Giants, Bears in Chicago. Chicago favored by six. I'm going to say the Bears. I think you have the, to. The Bears win. Um but the Giants are like playing. They play hard. Like I'll give yeah. them that. Like I know they already said like, oh, we're bringing Joe Judge and Daniel Jones back. Like okay, like it's I don't bad, understand. Bad decision. I understand. <laughs> I understand the coach one more because yeah. like the coaching turnover thing, like it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like they're at least competing and like playing hard. Like they're just not good. Right. Okay. Well, get better. The get better players yeah. or find a better system to to coach them with whatever it is but mm-hmm. like they're playing hard and that and that'll play into it but the bears i think the in chicago bears win yeah i'm i agree and i think they win by more than 6 here's the thing <clears throat> nick foles third string quarterback for the bears probably better than the 1 2 or 3 quarterback for the new york giants and super bowl champion and nick you, foles yeah and you know what <laughs> Believe it or not, quarterback's a pretty important piece to your team, unless you have A-plus all around. Yeah. Who knew? You know what I mean? I think <laughs> there was one year where Rex Grossman went to the Super Bowl, but the rest of the team was really, really good, like everywhere else. Trent Dilfer with the Ravens. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, Bears by six, four, show. Next game, this one, I'm not going to – I don't even know what to think here. Chiefs go into Cincinnati to play the Bengals. <clears throat> Joe Burrow coming off again. I think this was his second 500-yard passing game of his career, which is he's played two years. Right? Yeah, <laughs> one and a half because he, he yeah. tore his ACL early in the That's first right. year. Um, so Kansas City favored by five in Cincinnati. Uh, one thing to note that I didn't mention, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire injured probably out a couple weeks. So, I, I mean, probably doesn't matter, but what are your thoughts on this one? I think it's going to be high-scoring. Because, I mean, Chiefs defense has been playing better, but they, they, they were struggling early on. The Bengals offense, I, I'm a believer in, in what they're doing, obviously, yeah. what I said earlier. But I'm going to say the Chiefs win. It's going to be a close game. And it's gonna be a, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. 
So basically just locked in to be the boring fest of the week. Final, <laughs> yes. final score, 13 to 10. But <laughs> I, I think it's going <laughs> to – I don't know what the over is, but I think I would take that in whatever it is in the Chiefs win. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm with that. Um, five, I don't know. We, it, I don't know. Five is – I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well, but I'm, I'm excited to watch this game and not Washington and Philly. So uh, going to be a fun one. But, yeah, I'll go with the Chiefs. Next game, we got the hottest team in the NFL going into Tennessee to play the Titans. That would be the Miami Dolphins. Uh, right now, Titans favored by three and a half. I'm going to say the Titans win um, mainly because they have to for playoff seating. Um, but I still just don't – I don't buy it. Like, I think the Dolphins have been playing well, but I still don't think that they're that they're that good. Yeah. Um, and like I said, with Tua not throwing the ball down the field at all, Titan, Titans did good enough against San Francisco defensively, so I think that they can carry that in. And saw a report that Derrick Henry might play Week 18 just to yeah. knock the rust off. I don't know if I would do it. But mm-hmm. like, if the Titans win this and if the Bengals can beat the Chiefs, well, now the Titans might be the one seed. Yeah. And they would want to play for that to give yep. Henry an extra week of rest. Um, Titans... I'm going to say Titans cover the the points right there. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, you look at the AFC playoff picture. Kansas City 11 and 4, Tennessee 10 and 5, Bengals 9 and 6, Buffalo 9 and 6, Colts 9 and 6, Pats 9 and 6. Then in that 7th spot you got uh, the Dolphins 8 and 7. Bunch of 8 and 7 teams behind them as well. So, oof, that's a tough one. Um I will go with the Titans though. Probably to cover that 3 and a half. Um some point the Dolphins got to lose. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think I don't know. Again, we just do this every fucking week. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this next game, interestingly enough, there must be some news that I don't know because there is no line as of right now. Uh, the Raiders go into Indy to play the Colts, and again, I'm not showing a line. So unless there's an error on their part, uh, could just be a pick'em, which doesn't really make yeah, sense. Yeah, that in doesn't Indy. make any sense. Is I, someone hurt? Is someone out with COVID that I don't know about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Is we, Jonathan Taylor Thomas out? We will address this later. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but I, the, the Colts win. Yeah. Oh, Carson Wentz out. Oh, that that does make a difference. That does make okay. a big difference and a bit of sense. I'm still going to say the Colts win even without Wentz, um, based off of. Jonathan Taylor running the ball. Yeah. Let's get a uh, update on what's going on. It, must, it has to be COVID, right? Um, I don't believe he got hurt in the last game. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's out for sure. Uh, he's unvaccinated and is placed on the COVID list. Okay. No, there you have it. Well, there you go. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is going to have to do a lot of work. Ooh, that makes this game very interesting. Um <sighs> I don't – oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts still, but that makes things, holy moly, a lot more interesting. Um, Gives the Raiders play, more playoff life and I mean, a better get, chance. You get – is it Sam Ellinger? Ellinger? Jacob Eason? Let's see. Let's take a look at the Colts' depth chart because – the, the their pass game hasn't been great even with Wentz. He's yeah. just doing enough, and that's why I, I still would lean towards the Colts. But it. Oh wow! Okay, uh, yeah, Ellinger is the quarterback. I believe. I believe. 
Texas, Texas product Sam Ellinger coming in hot. I mean, as long as you got Jonathan Taylor, you still have Pittman. It looks like Marlon Mack is out. Zach Pascal's out. We got some offensive linemen. I don't know if this is all this week, but all but one of their starting offensive linemen right now show out. Oh. <laughs> all right. Maybe the Raiders <laughs> get this one. <laughs> Jeez. Damn. Oh, okay. Well, let's that's mark that game down. That's gonna be very interesting. Next game. Oh, this is gonna be bad. The Jags go into New England to play the Pats. The Pats are favored by 15 and a half. That's a that's a big number. Pats win, Jags cover. I think they have to cover that, right? <laughs> I mean, the uh, God, it's so hard. But you, you look at the Pats; they put up twenty-one uh, against the Bills, seventeen in the against the Colts, fourteen Bills. The last game they scored a lot of points. Well, Titans, but oh, that's a tough cover. Fifteen. You know what? Fuck it. They're going to get back on the. Damian Harris is going to have four touchdowns. Final score twenty eight to three. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, uh, next game: Bucks. Oh God, Bucks go into New York to play the Jets. Bucks by a lot. Bucks favored by thirteen, probably just because they're the away team. Uh, I think we're both fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor Zach Wilson, man. What a after coming off a big win, long run, he gets to go play the Bucks. Uh, Godspeed. Tough one. Next game, Rams go into Baltimore. We don't know who's playing for Baltimore. <laughs> right now, the Rams are favored by three and a half. I'll take the Rams no matter who's at quarterback. I will, for, too. for Baltimore in this one. They're playing well. The defense is playing good. Stafford's been playing pretty poor, though. Like yeah. For as bad as he's playing, but Everyone there's no else. cure for you know a slump like playing a bad defense, especially yep. bad secondary who just gave up 500-plus passing Yeah, drops. that'll cure a lot of what <laughs> yeah. ails you as a quarterback. Yep. Uh, okay, next game. <laughs> All right, Broncos go into L.A. to play the Chargers. Somehow the Chargers are favored by five and a half. Now, they do get Eckler back. I think a couple other guys are coming up off the COVID list. Does it matter? <laughs> them? I don't know. I think... I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with five and a half. The most Jekyll and Hyde NFL team I can re- ever remember. Like, I'm yeah. st- I'm gonna say the Chargers win. Yeah, but I can't say that they cover that just because who knows? Yeah. But if Drew Locke is playing, I think you know. I feel I think, better if Locke's playing. Yeah. Bridgewater is questionable, right? Yeah, now. if Drew Locke's playing, I like I like the Chargers' chances to cover that a lot more. I think they win regardless. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that they win just. Blind faith, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes. That's cool uniforms. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Nice stadium. <laughs> oh, God. All right, next game. Uh, Texans go into San Fran to play the Niners. Big game for the Niners. They need to win this for sure. Uh, they are favored by 12 and a half. So I, I'm going to say the 49ers win, but I'm going to be pulling for the Texans because <laughs> I don't really want to – run the risk of playing the 49ers in the playoffs with yeah. the way that they've they've played this year like they've been solid without yeah. winning game without winning a lot of games they've played well and and with a very subpar quarterback yeah and and Debo Samuel well <laughs> Jimmy G he might be out this week they might be riding Trey Lance the rest mm-hmm. of the season I heard so if if, if Trey Lance is is the guy I still think that 
that offensive scheme is just going to be good enough to beat the Texans. Yeah, I'll go with San Fran. I think 12.5 might be too high, though, for some I mean, Texans Davis were missing good like, for two touchdowns. Yeah, Texans were missing like 28 people, 28 guys, and somehow they, you know, got that win over the Chargers, scored 40-plus points. Uh, this, this game is going to be very interesting, and we touched on this um, when we were reviewing last week. Cardinals go into Dallas to play the Cowboys. Who Cowboys? We all know what they just did. Cardinals. They. We all know what they just did. Dallas favored by five and a half. Uh, what do you think here? I'm gonna say the Cowboys win and cover. I. Mm. I they're just looking better. The Cardinals just yeah. are struggling right now, and I don't. I don't. I don't have an answer as to why. Like Hopkins is out. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like their chances. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas, too. You know, the one crazy thing about Dallas, um, they really haven't been bitten by the COVID bug at all, so that's that's crazy. Um, you know, hopefully they can they can stay healthy. Not really. See, Texas has been telling you all along COVID doesn't exist. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe that's a little Fugazi protocol over there in, in Dallas. It doesn't explain anything for Houston, but I feel like I mean, Jerry has a little more pull. Unrelated to this, but Alabama football has had zero <laughs> players test positive in the last two years. Weird. <laughs> how yeah super careful i don't think so uh yeah i'll go with dallas as well um you know hopefully they can all just not get covid out there in that facility it'd be a shame if that happened to them next you're game, sounding like jacone like wishing evil no 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 no, 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 no injuries no injuries i mean you're out for a week with you know if you're vaccinated it's fine uh next game this is kind of a clusterfuck here. The Panthers go into New Orleans to play the Saints. New Orleans favored by six and a half. Um, you look at the quarterback situation in New Orleans. In both and, of them. Yeah. Uh, right now. Both of them are bad. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote I wrote down the Panthers for no other reason Ooh. than I just... and I'm just going to say Panthers win. They need to get a win, right? <clears throat> I mean... Uh, it doesn't essentially, matter. Essentially, well, it would I mean, end New Orleans season yeah. officially, right? I mean, essentially, you look at they again. They were four and zero. So out of their last eleven games, they've won one. You got to win one, another one at some point. In theory, you, you're not the. <laughs> that's true. I mean, you look at this team. Who did? Darnold started out so good. Uh, CMC's been out. I mean, DJ Moore. Somehow, DJ Moore has over a thousand yards receiving. <laughs> that's the quietest thousand yard receiving <laughs> season ever. <laughs> Uh, I have to go with New Orleans. I, I I don't see how the Panthers can win this. You probably won't be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, another shitty game, and, and it could be an upset. Could be upset city here. Detroit goes into Seattle to play the Seahawks. Seattle is favored by seven points. Why? Detroit covers, but Seattle wins. I would imagine. <clears throat> Let's let me take a look at the. I would think the, the Lions will find a way to lose. Yeah. Especially in Seattle, like their their fans are still solid up yeah. there. DeAndre Swift was supposed to be back last game, and last minute he was pulled. He's still questionable for this game. Uh, I think Jared Goff is back. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, it's got to be better than Tim Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for some reason, Russell Wilson just doesn't really like looking towards Debo Samuel's way. I think he's getting you mean like, DK Metcalf or DK Metcalf. God, Debo's on the mind. Jesus, that's weird. DK Metcalf. Um, so, you know what? You know what? Upset pit of the pick of the week. 
The Detroit Lions get the third I said one. I would never pick the Lions again after they let me down. <laughs> so I, I couldn't do it, but I'm they'll be competitive. Gonna, I'm going to regret it. And find sure. a way to lose. Yeah, I'll regret it for sure. Sunday night football. Uh, Minnesota at 7-8 and eight heads to Green Bay. 12-3. and three. Green Bay is favored by 6.5. I don't think they cover the 6.5. I think Green Bay wins. Oh. Minnesota beat them in Minnesota. And... Um, but I think green, in Green Bay, Sunday night primetime game, I think Rodgers cements mm-hmm. back-to-back MVP seasons, has a good game, and the Packers win. It'll be a close one, I'm going to say. I'm going to say they win by four or five. I'm going to say Green Bay covers. Right now, uh, injury report, Dalvin Cook is out, Thielen questionable, so it's Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but Justin Jefferson. He's great, but... I feel like Aaron Rodgers and Devon, uh, Devontae are a little bit better. <laughs> a lot bit better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely worth a touchdown. So I'm going to go with Packers to cover there. Uh, the last game of next week, probably a stinker of a Monday night football game. <laughs> uh, probably more competitive than the previous Sunday night game, though. But we have Cleveland going into Pittsburgh. The last time we'll ever have to see Big Ben play on Monday night football. Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> Uh, before we get into who you pick in this game, uh, by the way, Cleveland is favored by three in Pittsburgh. Over, under, on the number of interceptions combined thrown. <laughs> oh, is, are you giving me the number? Or you want me to set the number? I want you to set it. What do you set think? Set the number? I would set it at three and a half. I'm going to go over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say one by Baker and two by Big Ben. Ooh. I could feel a two and a three. Not sure which way you mix it up, but, uh, you know, Ben's thrown eight picks all, all year. He just looks fucking awful. Yeah. Uh, well, they, the, the balls are bouncing to receivers, so there's no so chance weird. to intercept That's very them. true. Very true. Um, okay. Yep. Line is three for Browns Cleveland. cover. Browns cover. That's yeah. what I think. I think the Browns win, too. What a weird team, man. Like, Peoples-Jones is their number one receiver. As far as uh, yards go, four hundred. Landry's 400- been out all year, like yeah. in and out all year. Beckham obviously left. Yeah. Like four hundred eighty-three yards is how many yards he has, and that's he leads a team in receiving. That's not. I, whatever happened to Austin Hooper, my cousin? He's <laughs> I mean, out he's there. there for a solid four catches a game. Yeah, in, in the in the red zone, sure. Uh, yards, I guess, just not. He doesn't eat up those. You know, he doesn't get that uh, yak. Yeah, as they would say. Uh, ooh, just just in on the wire. Colts talking Philip Rivers reunion. Looks like his season's over coaching high school football. I know they had said that before. This is per the athletic. Uh, okay. Don't know I mean, if that happens. You're going to bring him in to play one or two games? <laughs> Probably two from what it, it and would then, sound like. And then just chill during the postseason hoping like, hey, maybe. If, uh, no, that's stupid. That's kinda fucking weird. stupid. Kind of weird. Um He's got like 13 kids to take care of. Let's a man be. Well, maybe that's why he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> he's got bills. <laughs> it's expensive to feed all those mouths. Uh, the fun matchup in this one, though, you get Nick Chubb and uh, Harris. Harris, 984 yards, getting really, really close to that 1,000-yard he'll, mark. He'll get over that. Yeah. Nick Chubb, 1,143 yards rushing. Oh, man, Hoop. I don't know, man. There's, we still have two weeks left, a lot of question marks. I think the only thing that I know that's for certain is uh, Green Bay is going to win the NFC, <laughs> going to be the number one seed. 
Let's hope. That's all I know. Hope. Come play in the cold. I don't know anything else. Uh, there's so many different possibilities for the uh, sixth and seventh uh, spot for the NFC right now. As it stands, San Fran, Philly, very well. You know, I don't think Minnesota beats you. I don't think they're in. So I'm gonna. Well, I, I can't cross anybody off for fuck's sake. I've done that, and I it bit me in the ass. So possibly Minnesota, possibly Atlanta, possibly New Orleans, possibly even Washington. By the numbers, okay, not in my heart. I know it's not happening. I'm just saying what could happen. Uh, AFC, look at this. There's still so many possibilities. Um, all but three teams in the AFC still have a mathematical chance to make the playoffs. That's crazy. Only teams out, obviously, Jacksonville, Houston, and New York Jets. But Denver could still make it. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Vegas, uh, L.A., Chargers, Baltimore, Miami, Miami's in it as of now. New or, or New England, Colts. There's just so many things that could happen these next uh, two weeks. Great year to have that extra week of football, right? <laughs> <laughs> they knew what they were doing adding that extra week. They're like, hey, everybody's going to have to tune in. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, you know, very, I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference, but very similar to that Washington game, last minute, two guys get pulled because they're showing symptoms. You just don't, you cannot predict shit <laughs> but here we are trying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what else are we gonna do for an hour yeah <laughs> got nothing to do on a tuesday speaking of that this is the last pod of the year uh which is crazy it's been a it's been a year this is gonna be the year anniversary of this podcast which is fucking insane to me um happy anniversary bro thank you thank you and thank you for joining you know what i mean you've been an integral part the the for the for sure the second half of this uh year um i've had fun my my wife doesn't give a shit about sports so i've <laughs> got to talk to i can talk to my eight-year-old but yeah, I mean, <laughs> all he's gonna tell you is that zach moss is the best running yeah back in the yeah which was cool it was cool the video if you want to i mean you don't have to but if you want to talk about that for a second the video that he had sent to yourself oh so 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 my wife reached out to him and like i guess they do these things called cameo and mm. you can pay you know nfl guys college guys like Britton covey did one for my buddy oh, jordan's okay, yeah. son um but my wife had reached out to Zach and was like, hey, we met you a while back at the bowling alley. And Zach Moss and his family had actually seen my dad at the Alamo Bowl and oh. remembered Ethan from the year before. Like, wow. oh, yeah, we remember meeting him at that bowling alley, the kid in the all the Utah stuff. Like, he was wow, so bubbly. Cool. He was so excited to, to meet us and everything. And uh, the other player that was there, Damari Simpkins, who played receiver at Utah, mm -hmm. his family remembered Ethan. Wow. And had told my dad, like, oh, yeah, we remember him. And so my wife had sent Zach a picture on Instagram, like, hey, is there a way that you could autograph this and send it to us? And we want to you know, add it to the collection in his room. Like, mm -hmm. we got him a card for you, a card of you. Oh, and, yeah. And maybe we're going to get a jersey, and if, if you could autograph that, like, we'll pay shipping or whatever. Well, he responded with, you know what, I'm just going to send you this video, mm. and I'll address, you know, him, and I'll say hi to him and whatnot. So we sent him the video, and we showed him, and his face lit up, right? Awesome, like, he's yeah. like, oh, like, hey, Ethan, I remember meeting you at Fat Cats back in Salt Lake a couple years ago. Yeah. Like, I appreciate you supporting and loving, loving, you know, supporting me and whatnot. And so it was, it was cool. Like that's awesome. Man. I don't know what those things cost, but since we got it for free, it's even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of them it depends on who it is. So I looked at doing uh, some cameos at one point. Uh, one time we thought about doing it for uh, Daniel's wedding uh, bachelor party, and we wanted to get like an old school wrestler, right, just to come in and talk shit and like call him, <laughs> call him a loser for getting married and all that. But they're. Exp 
at least the old school wrestlers were pretty damn expensive. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mick Foley was like five hundred bucks. Oh damn! You know what I mean? Uh, there were some guys that like some bums that were like two hundred. I'm gonna assume Zach Moss isn't on the mankind fully <laughs> level, <laughs> but you know, but but fall, still, like, he probably falls. He's in the be- league, so somewhere between a bum, you know, jobber wrestler, Brooklyn Brooklyn baller, and McFoley. He's in the, <laughs> he's in the the the, the area there. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. I knew your son would be excited uh, when Jen had posted it. I was like, oh man, he's gonna. He's yeah, gonna so I'd, I'd found out about it. Like my wife sent me the video when I was working down in St. George when I oh yeah talked to you during the monsoon down there. <laughs> and uh, but and so I had seen it, and she's like, don't please don't tell anybody. I don't want anybody to know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I won't say anything. And I was like, okay, he's he's gonna freak out. He's, yeah, he's gonna be ecstatic about it. And then he was, and then. That we actually gave him that on Christmas Eve in front of my dad and my brother, That's who cool. he goes to Utah football games with, with all of us, and uh, so it was cool. Like that, yeah. that was probably like the highlight of Christmas. Like, yeah, just That's because awesome. he 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 loves it. Like he loves football, and like, but talking it with you is more fun than. <laughs> well, like, it's you know it's fine. It lasts Pretty, longer. His attention yeah. span isn't an hour long. I tell you that. <laughs> um, two more questions for you before we head out. Number one, any uh, New Year's resolutions? Number two. Thoughts on your Utes in the Rose Bowl? I like their chances. All the Ohio State players that have kind of opted out, yeah. which makes sense. And I've said it for years, like sports fans in the state of Utah, they're just the dumbest breed of people. I can't stand them. Like all these Utah fans hop on Facebook. Oh, Ohio State players are scared of Utah. No, they're not. They're just trying oh, to. Oh, these pussies. They're st- <laughs> okay, you know what? They're about to be in the top 1% of their profession. Yeah. <laughs> of what they do. They've worked uh, years and years for it. Let these kids have their moment. Like you are a grown ass man sitting at a computer or on your phone yeah. typing this message on Facebook to talk shit on a kid. What are you in the top 1% of your business? Like that's what I want to ask them, but I don't want to be an asshole at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's just not worth the energy. I'm like, you know what? Like all those guys sent out, it does help Utah's chances because Utah's secondary is banged up mm. and their top two receivers are sitting out. That's that helps, yeah. right? Like, so I think I think Utah's gonna win, and we saw what Michigan did to Ohio State in their game, like pounding the football. That's what yeah. Utah does. I'm gonna say Utah wins. I'm gonna go 34-21. Ooh, there we go. 34-20. I think I think C.J. Stroud and the Smith and Jigba kid, that kid flies. Mm-hmm. He's a receiver for Ohio State, um, and they've got. And Ohio State has three really good running backs. One of them's a freshman, the Henderson kid. He's he's a stud too. But Utah's the line dropped from Utah plus six and a half to Utah plus four and a half four after a half. everybody yep. after everybody opted out. So I'm glad that I got them at plus six and a half. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what I was looking up there. Yep, four and a half now. Um, but as New Year's resolutions, I'm not. I'm never big on resolutions because I believe that like the routine you create daily is better than a resolution. It's a lot easier. Like it takes a while to build it. Like, yeah. And I said, like, Hey, set your resolution. I'm going to do this. But remember it takes three weeks to build a, a mm-hmm. habit, especially once you get into your adult life, like stick with it. Like whatever it is, whatever people pick, like I, I just never set resolutions because I'm, I was, t- I'm terrible at keeping them. So I always yeah. just try to keep the same routine and just get better at something yeah. every single day. I've set, uh, I don't necessarily do resolutions anymore, but it's always goals for the next year, you know, like attainable goals or goals where I can do a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah, resolutions like, I mean, everybody, uh, I think should take a look back. What could they do better, you know, and maybe implement that in the next year. But yeah, for me, it's always been, or the last couple of years anyway. So what are your goals? I want to grow the podcast more, right? Um, 
I always have a, so there's that. There's different things that go into that. Uh, I want to start incorporating video, not necessarily every week, but on interviews. I'd love to incorporate video. Um, that's for the podcast. Obviously grow that, grow the listeners, get it out more. Um, for myself, every year <clears throat> for the past five years, which doesn't make sense, but since I turned 30, um, I've had a goal of making more money than I did the last year. So that's the goal for next year. <laughs> hey, I got I got a raise today at work. I don't know why. They're hey, like, oh, hey, here's an off-schedule raise. I was like, oh, hey, thanks. It's like an extra like 80 bucks a month or something. Oh, like there it. you go. I'm like, Shit. thanks, I guess. And like, to do this, to do it, you know what I mean? You get to come do this every yeah, other I'm week. I'm on the clock right now. So hey. He's not on the clock right now just for any people. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Use your dominion energy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's a goal. And then, you know, I always put goals around since my son's been born, little goals around him and his development and, you know, but, uh, but those would be the main, the big ones. Yeah. That's that's the same thing. Like I want, I want my daughter to be, you know, she's cleared from her ACL to do everything except like full go games and everything like now. So now it's, let's get you ready to play and let's mm-hmm. let's try to help her achieve her goals of like playing college softball as you got a long summer at a tournament so yeah. i'm going to okay hey what do i need to do money wise or commitment wise for me to mm-hmm. get you to these tournaments every weekend yeah. now she can drive herself but that doesn't mean i want her driving to arizona by herself oh, that's yeah, not going to happen real. right yeah. and then my son does travel baseball so Okay, what do you? What does he want to do with it? Okay, my goal is to help them mm-hmm. get better, and then whatever my wife has planned, like whatever she wants to do. Okay, well, let's make sure that that happens for her, and it's kind of our job, right? Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's you know that's the role we take on. Hey, you know what I mean, it's better than two thousand nine when I was doing so. <laughs> 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 getting better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hoop. Well, thank you, thank you, and uh, I'll do the old cliche. We'll see you next year. Cornball. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. (laughs) Before we get to Roses, just wanted to uh, share some news that just came over as I'm editing the podcast, getting ready to put it up. It looks like John Madden has just passed away at the age of 85. They said the death was unexpected. Uh, So, you know, just came out. The news just came out. Not 100% sure what happened, but always sad when you lose a legend. Obviously, he lived a... Uh, life filled uh, with doing exactly what he wanted to do and what he loved. But man, as a football fan, you know, John Madden, obviously I wasn't uh, really watching when he was coaching, but to me that for my adolescence and even on, that's the voice of the NFL. Um, Obviously there's Madden football, which I was addicted to and might get addicted to soon again uh you know from the ages of 12 to fuck 30 (laughs) uh 31 maybe i played it a lot um but yeah so rest in peace to john madden Uh, you know this all came across just now and uh post me and hoop recording uh the nfl talk so uh yeah rest in peace john madden we lost a lot of a lot of um very incredible people in their fields this year from music to sports to actors uh, and everything in between. So, all right, let's go ahead and get to roses. Give me my roses now. Don't wait till I'm underground. Give them the roses now. Don't wait till they're underground. All right, roses this week. On the one-year anniversary of the Will Wonder Pod. 
go to all of those people who have came on this podcast within this last year, either contributors, talking sports, movies, music, or people that came on and actually shared their story of the cool things they're doing in life or the cool things they've done in the past. Thank you all. Essentially, I'm a, I'm the platform. I'm just a guy who talks, but you made the podcast very special, helping me, again, with the sports, music, movie talk, or sharing, again, your story. So I'm truly grateful, and I am planning on naming all of you here. So... Roses this week on the one year anniversary of the Will Wonder Pod go to Mike Thompson, special correspondent Sebastian Zuniga, my guy Kurt Pruitt, owner of Okito brand Gabby Okito, my Mexican twin Mike Steady Rock Martinez, Alberto Beto Garcia, my wife Havala, Nate Chacon, aka Gabino Grimes. The Champ, a.k.a. my little mijo, Jose Pepito Haro, my brother Joe Baca, heavy hitter DJ Juggy, my oldest friend Daniel Tate, Utah Jazz Director of Player Personnel and SLC Stars Assistant GM Marquise Newman, my guy Hoop, my friend Robert Chacon, Dre Rocca, a.k.a. Hollywood Dre Rocca, a.k.a. He's going to be upset about this. The radio guy. (laughs) Uh, Emerson Kennedy. Check out Gray Area on YouTube. Daniela Yella Lopez. Rob White. Crosby Styles. Rachel Thompson. Kay the Dog. My dad, Steve Brothers. uh, My buddy Tom Fitton. My nephew, Black E. Check out his latest LP, Black Jewels, wherever you listen to music. My friend Rob Reynolds. And the last guest from our previous uh, episode last week, Dustin Stepanovich. I am pretty sure I got everybody there. I'm going to feel awful if I didn't. I went through my uh, episodes twice. Again, some of these people have been on multiple times, obviously, like Hoop, Chacon, uh, Mike, Crosby, Kurt, uh, and others have been on once for their interviews. So again, thank you all. Roses go to all of you this week because again, I mean, this podcast wouldn't be what it was this past year without you. All right, we are going to head out. This is the, you know, I've already said it. And it's kind of crazy. The one year anniversary, the one year birthday of the Will Wonder Pod. We got the new year coming up, 2022. Man, it's going to take a minute to get used to that. Uh, You know, I wish all of you a very happy new year. Um, You know, if there's anything that you did this past year that you've learned from, that you can grow from and apply what you've learned to this upcoming year, do that. Uh, earlier I had said, I don't really have any new year's resolutions. If you do do, you know, just handle that, make them stick to them. Um, not to shit on new year's resolutions whatsoever. I just prefer goals myself for the year. Um, you know, and, and if you do too, I like to do some attainable goals, some goals that may be a stretch and then something that I can really, really, really push for. So not saying you have to do that. You do what you need to do. You know what? If you had a great year in 2021 and you want to do that same shit in 2022, good for you. Go ahead and do that. Um, 
I'm not where I want to be yet with the podcast, in life, fitness, family. You can always, in my opinion, talking about myself, strive for more. So go out, do what you can. I'm sounding like a fucking motivational Instagram influencer right now, and I'm not, so I'm sorry. Uh, But again, uh, thank you guys who have listened uh, this past year. And uh, once again, shout out to everyone who has made this podcast special with their contributions over this last year. Happy New Year to everybody. And we will see y'all next year. God, it's so corny. See y'all next week. Oh, don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder. Peace.